0: Welcome to the Interviewing Artists series. This podcast is dedicated to interviewing undergraduate studio art students at the University of Guelph, in partnership with the Juried Art Show and Kaleidoscope magazine. My name is Colleen Alcorn and I am one of the Juried Art Show, or JAZZ, volunteers for this year's 53rd annual exhibition. Today we are recording in Guelph, Ontario, which is situated on treaty land that is steeped in rich Indigenous history and home to many First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people today. We acknowledge the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation of the Anishinaabek peoples on whose traditional territory we are meeting on. And today I have my dear friend, Claire, with us. Hello. Um, Do you wanna maybe just start off by giving a brief little introduction to yourself, uh, your art practice, and anything you wanna preface our little chat with?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, I'm currently in my third year of the Studio Art Program. Um, my practice is quite multidisciplinary. Um, I've just recently started moving out of traditional media, like drawing and painting into more, uh, performance work, uh, video work, um, things like that. And sort of working towards incorporating the body, um, as a material. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, uh, right now I'm really interested in, uh, the realm of surrealist automatism. Um, so essentially what that is, is looking into um, bypassing the analytical mind in the process of creation and accessing your subconscious mind. So sort of wow. themes within there, um, I'm really exploring. So. That sounds
0: fascinating. Um, you said you work a bit with like performance and or getting away from traditional means of making art. So w- what would that look like?
1: Um, well, I guess I can sort of speak to a piece that I recently did. Um, so I'm really interested in like intersections of consciousness and the body, mm-hmm. um, and sort of experiences of the body and calling upon them through memory and feelings of like catharsis, um, mm-hmm. and the freedom of creating sort of uninhibited, uh, with no rules, And so this piece, essentially what I did was I filmed myself uh, drawing on my body with markers with no plan. I just sort of sat down, um, it's about a six or seven minute video, and I just sort of went to town and just Mm -hmm. drew all over myself, scribbled. Um, And the idea sort of came from recalling um, being a kid and and drawing on myself in class and coming Mm -hmm. home and having my mom. Be like, you know, you got to stop that, Claire. (laughs) And this is me saying, hey, I'm an adult now. I'm going to do this (laughs) really aggressively." And uh, it was just, it was great. I I just loved the feeling of the marker on my skin. I felt so free. Mm -hmm. And so um, sort of things like that I'm looking into.
0: Cool. I know you talked a bit about how you're interested in, like, accessing the subconscious without you know, like your brain getting in the way. Um, yeah. Can you speak a bit more on on how you do that? Because I I know personally that's a that's a hard thing to do.
1: Yeah, um, it's really just a practice that's sort of unfolded over time, um, and really working to release um, these uh, like academically charged techniques and theories that we've been drilled that have been drilled into us for so long. Um, and so I sort of have started to do this by just allowing myself to just scribble on paper and sort of really hone in on the gesture itself. Mm Um, and taking the time, sort of making it like a ritual, like taking the time to sit with myself and be with myself and my body, um, almost as like a meditative approach. Mm -hmm. And, um, Yeah. Oftentimes I'll like close my eyes while I'm drawing just so there's no, um, no sort of uh, judgment that comes through Mm -hmm. for what I'm making. Um, And I can just make for the pure (laughs) joy of drawing. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I like choose my colors with my eyes closed and draw with my eyes closed and or I'll like just tune in and listen to some music to um, sort of draw my attention elsewhere and
0: just sort of zone out um yeah cool um i i know you just said how it's almost like a, a meditation um mm-hmm. is that something you you tend to incorporate with most of your work or is that something you just practice outside of art or what's that about? um
1: yeah i mean it is it is a personal practice of mine just um i try to stay on top of it as a daily practice um outside of Um, my art practice just as like mental hygiene, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it sort of became a part of my art practice through the pandemic and, and just trying to find ways of coping with the situation Mm -hmm. um, and, and using art as a tool to do that. And I realized like, there's, there's a place where those two things can merge, you know, this sort of feeling of just being in your body and just, and just like becoming present Mm-hmm. And um, you know, loving the moment that you're in, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I just really wanted to create a space for myself in my art that I could do that as well.
0: Cool, that, that sounds interesting, and I'm sure very, very releasing, um, or yeah, very, just very Absol- good overall good for you, yeah, <laughs> and for anybody. You brought up the pandemic, which is obviously something that has been affecting a lot of people especially artists having to mm-hmm. you know move away from studios and that creative collective space that we used to yeah. have how has the pandemic affected your art practice?
1: Yeah well I mean of course the the social aspect of art making in um, our program has changed which is kind of sad because you don't have, there's a huge difference between experiencing someone's work um, in person and physicality and space and being able to collaborate in that way and having the barrier of the -hmm. digital, you know, form um, of looking at art. Um, So that has changed, but I feel like people are doing the best that they can. Um, People are really trying to come together and connect and communicate um, with whatever tools we have. So I feel like there's been like we've adapted um, really in a really positive way. But in terms of my actual practice itself, I've definitely I mean, there's more time (laughs) available um, to to explore things in your own way. And I feel like it's really it's really sort of tied into looking within myself and just self-exploration, self-inquiry. And, um, being curious about the world and what, like, it's just put so many, so many things on, on blast and, um, so many aspects of the way that we were living and the way that we do live into like focus. So it's definitely become, I mean, it's always been a personal thing for me, creating art, um, as a way to process things. But I feel like now even more so it's become, it's just, it's just more present in my life
0: Mm mm-hmm cool yeah
1: there's Um, less distractions so this is true it comes
0: yeah (laughs) distractions I guess something that I know I've dealt with and and quite a few people that I've spoken to have dealt with uh because of I mean being an artist in general it happens from time to time but especially in the pandemic is experiencing uh, a type of burnout or Mm -hmm. you know like almost like a writer's block but a creative block is that something that well i'm sure it is something you probably experienced as yeah. as most people have but how how do you normally tackle that when that comes
1: i think something that helps me is just reminding myself that whenever i never regret sitting down and making something you know mm-hmm. and just just giving myself space to let whatever comes out just be i'm really just working to take away um, this judgment that, because I judge myself harshly in my artwork, I'm sure many of us do, like that's yeah. kind of a common theme with artists is is having struggle, you know, accepting the work that you create and comparing and things like this. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I think that, you know, something I do is just working to be mindful and just letting myself, be and create whatever, whatever needs to come out in that moment. When I sit down to make something like there's no, there's no pressure. And just knowing that like, I don't have to share this if I don't want to, this can just be something that marks this moment in time. So would you say, would you say your
0: art practice is kind of like a journal or like, it's like you explaining the moments that you're
1: in? Yeah, definitely. Um, And I think that being interested in, like the subconscious mind and presence, it sort of allows all all of the different ways that the present moment is affecting me while I'm sitting down to create something. Mm -hmm. Like it it ties those into the actual action of creating. So Mm -hmm. for example, if I'm listening to a song, I I draw with that in mind. Like I often title my works um, by the titles of the song that I'm listening to while I'm drawing, Mm -hmm. Um, which sort of, yeah, it just brings into consideration um mm-hmm. the presence of the moment like my space and my body and and um whatever sort of like stimuli are around me mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. you brought up music which is an interesting thing because
1: i know you as the
0: wickedly talented claire <laughs> from shebad um <laughs> do you want to talk maybe a little bit about your your musical career and and that aspect of your creativity and how that plays with, with your 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 art practice.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, music has been a door that is just absolutely flung open throughout <laughs> the pandemic, which is something I'm so grateful for. Yeah, we just recently released our first song, which is so exciting. It's absolutely surreal and mind blowing that we were able to do that. But yeah, I feel like similarly to my art practice, it's, it's just a, a medium through which I can learn about myself and about the world and grow. Um, and it's something that teaches me lessons all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I feel like because I don't have a classically trained musical background, um, you know, like I know the basics of music theory and stuff, but You know, it's not what I go to school for. Um, I'm not, you know, actively taking lessons. I feel like it's almost like an improvisation, like I'm really learning as I go. And I feel the same way about sort of the art that I'm exploring now, almost as like an artistic improvisation. Um, And I'm very lucky to have a musical partner who I'm working with, his name's Mark. Um, So we're kind of learning about all of this stuff together. This is a first time, you know, Experience of writing and recording and mixing and producing and you know creating this world that is our band. So yeah, I feel like there are, are so many ways that the two tie in together.
0: Totally, yeah. So I know obviously the the listeners can't see your art like in this moment, or or might not be familiar with what you what you like to cover. Um, and you've spoken a bit about the different themes, but. But what, uh, what do you tend to actually draw or, or paint when you are in these moments? Like, what's, the, what's your subject matter?
1: Right, yeah. Um, so something that was really interesting that I found um, when I sort of opened this door to surrealist automatism
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, was just the gesture in, like, these sort of contained moments on the page. So like really rapid intuitive movements of the arm and the hand. Mm -hmm. And um, what sort of emerged was this um, almost like series of symbology or language or these units of like shapes and line that look like um, they could be some sort of syntactic language, but they're not actually, Mm -hmm. it doesn't come from any reference. Um, It just comes from sort of these repeated gestures that I find myself falling into when I um, come into this place of just, you know, freedom and drawing for um, the visceral pleasure of it. And mm-hmm. what I found was really interesting was, yeah, it kind of looks like uh, like a series of letters or a language um, or, I mean, there's also going back to like how it ties into music. Like it kind of looks like, um, like musical symbology or just, like, the essence of, like, movement and dance, um, -hmm, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I find myself drawing a lot of, like, free-form, like, lines and, like, organic shapes and stuff like that.
0: Cool. I mean, as somebody who has seen your art, I definitely can see, I can almost, like, see the movement and you making it when I look at one of, one of your lines, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely encourage any listeners to check out Claire's work. Where can people find you and your art?
1: Well, I have a Instagram page uh, dedicated specifically to my art. Um, it's called at uh, Heartflow
0: Artflow,
1: <laughs> and, and yeah, I post most of my work there. And that's, that's kind of where you can find my stuff.
0: Cool. Well, people, please, please do so. I encourage it greatly. Um, are there any projects that you're currently working on?
1: Um, hmm. well, um, I'm currently in drawing forward. Okay. Um, and the class structure is sort of set up. Uh, we started at the beginning of the semester and we're working towards an exhibition. So, um, it's just been sort of this, um, opportunity to, develop a body of work over the semester and there's no rules you can make whatever you want do whatever you want so I'm sort of uh thinking about that and I have a performance work that I'm sort of mulling over in my mind and getting ready to do which is um a video piece also drawing my body but in this one I'm going to be specifically um calling upon memories of chronic pain. So mm. for four years of my life, I had a uh, chronic uh, pelvic floor pain mm-hmm. and it's thankfully been getting a lot better, um, as time goes on, just through learning how to cope with it, um, and understand it better. And it's psychosomatic as well. Um, and I feel like I'm in- really interested in the body as well because of that mm-hmm. experience and other experiences with health. Mm-hmm. Um, But so this particular project, I'm going to be like calling upon um, my memory of those moments when I'm in extreme pain and trying to translate them onto my body through drawing. Um, And yeah, I have no real plan for how it's going to (laughs) look or be, but that's going to be something that I find out through doing it.
0: Yeah, that sounds neat. Well, I can't wait to take a look at that. What projects that you can think of would you say that you're most proud of?
1: I think my music that I'm working on right now is absolutely the best thing that I've ever produced in my life simply because of the time and the effort and the learning and and the sacrifice that went into creating that. Like, I just can't believe it even materialized, you know, Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that it's like, how did this even happen? Like, Mm -hmm. it feels like it was just dropped into earth when it's like <laughs> no I spent like nine months doing that with Mark and um so the both of us we say you know this is the best thing I've ever oh, yeah, created sure. in my life and I, mean, I agree it is a wonderful <laughs> wonderful thing thank you thank you um yeah I'm so grateful that that was able to come to life um so I think that yeah that's kind of where where my mind and my energy is at right now it's just keeping going with uh the music and seeing how my artwork can tie into that world. Cool.
0: And um, where can
1: listeners check out your music? You can check out our music on Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, it'll be out on YouTube very soon. Um, it's our band name is She Bad. Um, I can just all one word, lowercase. Our song is called o Nairo." if you need reference as well.
0: Cool. Take a look, people. Take a look. Um, I've been asking pretty much everybody who I've been talking to. I've been asking them as my final question. So I may as well ask it as my final question. Do you have any tips for people who are listening or artists on on working at home um, and having to stay at home? Like what what's your little tip or trick that keeps you going uh, in these mm-hmm. times?
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, it's important to sort of carve out like a physical space that you can work out of that's Mm -hmm. comfortable, um, that you feel safe in, that you feel inspired in, even if it's like a corner of your house, you know, just finding a place that you can dedicate to that work. Um, and even if it's a shared space, like if it has to be, um, having some sort of system set in place where you can sort of transition it into this space of creating, Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's been that's been really important for me. Sort of just carving out intentional time to sit down and do it um, mm-hmm. in a space that makes you feel um, inspired.
0: Wonderful. I I also agree. That is a very very useful thing is to have your own space mm-hmm. to create. Well, thank you so much for chatting. Uh, it's been lovely.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. That was great.
0: Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to the Interviewing Artist Series. Check us out on our websites at juriedartshow.ca and kaleidoscopemag.com or on Instagram at juriedartshow and kaleidoscope underscore U-O-G. Original music by Cam Hine.